Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. This is your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Communications and Projects Manager at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today I have two guests joining me today. I'm going to be speaking with Chris Vane and Terry Gibson from the company Rose Ryan. Welcome to you both. Thank you for joining me today. Let me do a quick introduction of both of you. Um, Let's start with Chris. Uh, Chris, you are a Silicon Valley guy, a Silicon Valley veteran, and currently you're leading the development of Rose Ryan's high-tech life sciences and cannabis practices And you've also developed Rose Ryan's go-to network of trusted advisors in the cannabis field. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you, Bethany. So uh, can you tell the audience a bit more about your background and what it is you've been doing uh, prior to getting involved in cannabis industry space? Yes, I've been in Silicon Valley for about 25 years working on business development from everything from startups through Fortune 500 companies. Um, I've helped them raise capital, develop strategies, implement technologies, and, and really help operate their business. And um, most of my clients are working in a fast-paced environment, and most are leading-edge technology companies. Uh, so it's been exciting. Yeah, interesting parallels between technology and cannabis and crossover as well. So sounds like you're well-suited to keep up with the fast pace of cannabis. Um, and then your, our, our other guest here on the show is Terry Gibson. He's a consultant with Rose Ryan and has experience as senior financial and operations executive roles, currently consulting with Rose Ryan and working on private equity portfolio companies. Awesome. Great. So Terry, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bethany. Yeah. Um, same question for Chris. What? T- tell me more about your background, who you are, and what you have been doing prior to getting involved in cannabis. Sure, thanks. So I'm also a homegrown Silicon Valley uh, person, went to school in the, the Silicon Valley. I've served, I spent my career serving everything from startups to New York Stock Exchange companies. I'm a finance professional. I've done uh, controllership, CFO, in some cases, CEO roles. Um, so combination of finance and operations background. Um, I like high potential, high growth situations. Uh, the last 10 years before joining Rose Ryan, I worked uh, as a senior executive at a private equity firm that invested in a variety of different industries. Uh, so I've been exposed to a lot of different business models, a lot of dis- different uh different markets and um, happy to be joining Rose Ryan and working in the cannabis space. Uh, it's, a, it's an exciting, exciting time for, um, for the industry. 
Absolutely. Yeah, sounds like you've been wearing quite a few hats over the years in a lot of different capacities. That's great, great. Well, I'm glad to have you both on the show. Um, My next question that I love asking guests is, how did you decide to get involved in cannabis? Many people have a personal story or um, a political interest in it or or some simply just stumbled into it. So I'm curious, uh, let's start with you, Chris. What was your reason for getting into this wild, wicked industry? My uh, interests were around the personal part. Um, I've had two family members that have passed away um, that had cancer, and I have a niece that has Crohn's that I'm um, in process of helping her with right now. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. So I, I am, I'm sorry to hear about those you've lost, and um I, I'm encouraged to see the medical research um, being applied to those with conditions from Crohn's to cancer to severe pain. So there's, there's reason for hope in the future. Um, the more we can bring uh, the availability of cannabis to those who want it and need it. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that, Chris. Um, Terry, same same question for you. How how, how did you kind of stumble into this world, or or was it intentional? And how did you get here? Yeah, no, I I with my background in you know small high growth companies, and I was actually raised in a small town in California. A lot of my friends were, uh, and some family members were farmers. So uh, kind of those two paths crossed here, uh, and I, I know people that are in the business. And what I found there's a lot of it's family owned businesses. They're passionate about what they do, and uh, I come to it rec- recognizing that we, we uh, as a firm at Rose Ryan, can help them. So uh, it's kind of a David versus Goliath world there right now, and so I thought it's an opportunity to do something exciting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you're so right. I mean, even as uh, Amendment 64 passed here in Colorado, um, prior to that, there was, you know, medical programs in some capacity or another. And those businesses were definitely typically run by a small small group or a family. Um, so it must be interesting for all these folks uh, to scale up and need to rapidly grow, um, especially if they took on an, an adult use license. Um or recreational, as they call it. Um, so I can imagine uh, your your experience has been very helpful for those those folks that were growing, literally growing, but also growing their businesses faster than they could keep up with. Um, yes. So so that brings us here to the company Rose Ryan and Rose Ryan's mission and how it applies to our cannabis industry. So. Uh, tell me a bit more about Rose Ryan's mission and what you're up to here in the near future. Yeah, we felt strong that the proposition would pass a couple years back and made sure that we researched it heavily and uh, realized that there was certainly a need for a company like Rose Ryan to provide the accounting and finance guidance for them. Um, so what we did was we built an ecosystem of trusted partners that we felt um, a typical cannabis business would need. And that goes everywhere from investors to master growers to HR professionals all the way through marketing. Um, so that is what we ended up rolling out. And then, of course, we uh, ended up advertising with NCIA to get our name out there. 
Oh, yeah, you guys contributed a, a, a blog article um, a few months ago. I definitely remember that. That was great. I love when NCIA members take the time to contribute, you know, just a few paragraphs of really helpful insight and uh, enable us to share that with the membership and anyone else who's uh, reading our website. So, yeah, thanks for that. Um, we have just a minute or so here before we need to take a commercial break, um, but I'd love to hear if uh, there's any big plans coming up for your company, uh, if there's if there's any big events this year in 2018. I mean, we're halfway through 2018 right now, and so much has happened. So we like to say things here in the cannabis industry are like dog years. So <laughs> a lot can happen in six months, even regulations could flip over on their head. You might have to suddenly figure out how to put a stamp on your chocolate bar, you know, like things are wild here. So how are you, how are you preparing just to get through 2018? Uh, we, <laughs> I laugh at that because, um, Every week is different in this industry. And uh, probably the biggest thing I talk to our clients about is being agile. So the ability to adapt and move quickly in the space of both opportunities as well as some threats that may be coming your way. So that's that's probably message number one for my clients. Mm-hmm. Yes, agile is a fantastic word to use for our industry. We have to be ready to pivot on a dime to keep going. Otherwise, we'll get left behind or overwhelmed with, with changes. Um, so that's, it's, it's one of the many, many reasons our industry um, needs professionals from all different other areas of industries to come in and support what we're trying to do here. It's more than just growing a plant and putting it in a bag, there's a lot more to running a business. So it sounds like Rose Ryan is poised to jump in and, and help the industry deal with those rapid changes or pivots um, or whatever may come their way. All right, so we are going to take one quick commercial break here and then come back and talk more with our guests Chris and Terry from the company Rose Ryan and learn even more from them about growing our businesses. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Introducing Blue Moon CBD straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint 
The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 24th to the 26th inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for this brand new event sponsored by the radio podcast leader for all things cannabis, cannabisradio.com. Be one of the first to register today at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. How high do you like your profit margin? Cannabisradio.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, we're back on NCI's Cannabis Industry Voice. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Chris and Terry from the company Rose Ryan. And Rose Ryan is here to take companies further and faster by delivering finance and accounting solutions no matter where the company is at their stage of growth. Uh, So welcome back to the show to you both. Let's dive right in. Um, As I mentioned, your specialty is strategy for growing businesses. So let's, let's get into that and see what we can learn from you in the next few minutes for anyone listening and wondering how they can grow their business no matter what stage they're in. What is the one thing people should immediately think about here? What's the starting point when they're like, okay, it's time to grow my business? What is thought number one? Uh, this is Terry. I'd say the, the first thing is to be really clear about what your objectives are. And that, that may seem pretty trite, but uh, a lot of times we find people want to get into the business and they've, uh, they're kind of a scatter diagram. They, they, uh, they may not have thought through what they want to do and importantly what they don't want to do. So start out with uh, making sure you have clearly state your objectives. Okay, so it's it's a matter of really taking that time to write your your mission, your company philosophy, the scope of the actual work you will do rather than just, you know, some big pie in the sky idea of, you know, we're going to revolutionize cannabis or something, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it you, you can start out wanting to revolutionize cannabis, but you need to have a game plan. You need to think through what you're how you're going to do that. So we find a lot of, uh, that's the best place to start. So is, is the concept of a quote unquote business plan kind of what's encompassed here in that, like just, just the basics, write, write your business plan. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I think even before you write the plan, it is just kind of, uh, um, you know, get your objectives lined up and then, then, uh, step back and say, it makes sense. Kind of, uh, you know, uh, is it clear? Is it actionable? And, uh, you know, and do you have consensus amongst your, amongst your team around it? So mm-hmm. it's, it's a good place to start. 
yeah, get that whiteboard out and start yeah. start getting your colored markers, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right, okay, all right, so defining your mission and purpose and goal, maybe with pie charts, is, is very mm-hmm. important up front, clearly. Um, yeah. So whether you're building a rocket ship or a cultivation facility, yeah. okay, where do you go from there? What's, what's the next step? I, I think the next step is once you have a, a statement of you know, your objectives, then do a realistic assessment of, of what you need to get there. What are the resource requirements? What are the skills? What are the different uh, uh, building blocks, if you will, to achieve your objectives? So oftentimes people are in the business in some way. They may be a cultivator. They may be in distribution. They may be in all of that. But I think it's kind of assess what you've got and what you need to get to the next level. And it's, it's a kind of a gut check, but it's an assessment. Do you have the resources, skills, uh, knowledge base? Do you have the capital uh, do you have the facilities, et cetera? So it's mm-hmm. kind of an assessment stage, stage that uh, figure out what you need to do to to to, uh, to get it, move into execution. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I I can hardly keep house plants alive, so I don't think <laughs> I would be well poised to start a cultivation facility. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. So, yeah. <laughs> truly, um, and and. It's costly to start a business in the cannabis industry, and and people often are not taking into consideration the cost of compliance. Yes. Um, and and if they are given a bank account, you know, there's extra charges involved for compliance because of our federal status just to do banking. Right. And and of course, I have to mention Section 280E of the Tax Code, right. where if you're direct to plant, you're unable to write off typical business deductions. So you got to set that money aside and, yes. and not, not, yeah, you have to take that risk. Right. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the wisdom gut check for sure. Got it. Um, all right. So let's say the three of us are sitting in a Starbucks and we're going to start a new business. Um, and we really want to walk out of here. Like, yep, we're doing it. We've got our, we're ready to go. What other important factors here? I mean, I'm thinking off the bat, we need to start, looking into software and systems and building spreadsheets and, and, and organizing financials. Um, let's talk about that. Yeah, it's, um, I think once you've got uh, objectives laid out and you've, got, uh, you've assessed your resource requirements, um, it's, it's uh, making sure that you have the right people working on the right things. So a lot of times you'll have a laundry list of things that you need to do to support your business plan. Like you say, processes, systems, uh, legal advice, tax advice, et cetera. Mm. It's, it's, it's kind of to map those things out. And, and maybe you have, may, certainly you know about the business. You're, you're in the business presumably already, so you have your own strengths. But it's to fill out that, round out the other spots that you don't know about. Get people that do know those areas to, to help uh, – Put the actions together. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so from this point on, you you're building your dream team, right? Yes. You're you're yes. hiring your lawyer and your accountant and your right. and and your experts and and oh yeah, yep, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so let's say we've got our systems together and we've got a basic idea of our processes because we've we've identified our dream team. And we're being successful. So now we need to expand, hire people, get a mm-hmm. bigger building, open new buildings, 
yeah. invest in more expensive software, uh, yep. for example. I mean, even NCIA is is changing our back-end uh, AMS system, our association management software, because we've grown out of it. So yes. we're in a similar process here as well um, in, in our eighth year as an organization. So um, we, we, we definitely have been doing this carefully. So yes. but how, would, how would you advise other companies here to, to do that wisely? How do you plan for the future for expansion? Yeah, it's, it's a challenge because it's a high-growth industry, but if you've got your plan in place, um, you, you know there's going to be key milestones that you hit as a company. You kind of uh, keep those on the, always in your view as you're, as you're building the, running the business day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a key one is, you know, obviously capital and, uh, you know, access to resources. So I think those are, those are things you're, you're constantly testing and testing the waters, keeping an eye out. Uh, things are going to happen slower or faster than you think. You have to be prepared for that. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's planning. It's looking out over the horizon. And uh, I think the other, the other piece is you don't have to own all of the pieces. You don't have to own every resource that gets to you to the next level. I think building relationships with trusted advisors, building mm-hmm. relationships with potential partners, even if they might be competitors at some point, all help you give you more tools in your toolkit uh, as you as you have the need to scale the business. So it's 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 a mix of things, but basically it's going it goes back to a clear focus and then just kind of thinking ahead, looking down the road while you're executing. Uh, you know what what happens next? What if the, some tomorrow? comes in tomorrow wants to buy me what if a competitor shows up at a lower price you, you kind of kind of like a sale are always kind of looking out over the horizon mm, yeah I like that I like that we are kind of we are kind of sailors or maybe pirates in this <laughs> in this industry <laughs> yeah that's awesome and I would like to think um, you know the, just by the nature of our industry most people want this industry as a whole to succeed so a lot of us really do look out for each other even if we are quote-unquote competitors yes i find that really encouraging yes we're in this together and we still have a a mountain of federal policy and and state and local regulations to to deal with just on top of growing the industry exactly great thank you for that very grounding and and focusing um advice and i think uh many people listening will appreciate that as well um we're going to take another commercial break here and then we'll come back and finish up our conversation with these guys at rose ryan so thanks for tuning in we'll be right back ncia's cannabis industry voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors the next generation of vaporizers has arrived Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. 
Cannabis concentrates have been around for thousands of years. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Cannabis use isn't the only thing growing. So are we. Grow with us. CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com Alrighty, we're back and we're finishing up our chat here with Chris and Terry from Rose Ryan getting real grounded and focused on how to build and grow a company in a very wise way. Um, I've I've really enjoyed talking about this. It's just so good to kind of focus. It's a very focusing kind of process to think about these things. Um, But how did you get involved in NCIA? I mean, what made you decide to get involved in the national network of cannabis companies with the focus of changing federal policy? Yeah, so we looked around and identified the best and the brightest, both from an ecosystem that we're building out um, for our clients, but also what were the means to uh, get the attention of people in the industry. And from a national perspective, uh, the NCIA stood out, and that was really the first people that we built a relationship with. Um, So that was really the main reason why we saw that. We just saw the reach and the type of advocacy that you were promoting. And that's how we landed there. Awesome. Great. Well, it's, it's great to have you for sure. Um, as we mentioned earlier, you've contributed blog content and, and shared a webinar that you held last fall on building a successful business. Uh, so you've definitely already contributed some of that wisdom to the, the body of NCIA for sure. Um, and that one got shared around quite a bit. That was great. Um, so we're definitely looking forward to seeing you at the upcoming Cannabis Business Summit. It's our fifth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. Of course, it's going to be bigger than, than the previous, and it's going to be in San Jose, California. Uh, for those interested, the website is www.cannabisbusinesssummit.com. And uh, I, I'd like to ask you both, I'm, I'm sure you've attended some of our conferences and maybe even our quarterly cannabis caucuses, which is our uh, quarterly regional networking events. What do you like most about 
our events, whether the big conference or the, the smaller regional events. Yeah, so I like being exposed to people throughout the supply chain, um, from cultivators all the way through uh, the retail dis uh, and distribution partners. Um, so for me, it gives a, all in one place. It gives a broad um, group of people that I can meet and uh, really expose my clients to. For sure, yeah. Um, by the nature of our events, we, we typically are drawing people who are actually in the industry um, versus versus those who are consumers or or advocates or activists, although those people do come as well. But but the, the focus of our events is very much more B2B um, with the added advocacy portion of it. Uh, and we just uh, came off the heels of NCI's eighth annual cannabis industry lobby days in Washington, D.C., and that was over 200 NCIA members that came out for this super intense two, two and a half days of lobbying on Capitol Hill. And we hit just about every congressional office, which is great, um, and raised some money for our PAC and all that fun stuff as well. Um, so if you're in the business, and, and I want to ask if you agree, um, it, and, and if, if it's even something that you talk to your clients about, you know, the, the importance in this industry in particular about also you're not only just a business owner. If you're in cannabis, you're now an activist. You now care. You now need to advocate for the industry, represent the legal, responsible cannabis industry um, is that part of your values when you're talking to clients as well? Absolutely. Um, from day one, uh, that's what we believed when we started researching the industry. Um, obviously, there was some science research as well as business research as well. And uh, every one of our clients we look on as uh, you know, grouping with them to be an advocate for the whole industry. And, and uh, Chris, uh, we, the people we work with are... In, of like mind in that sense. They want to build solid, sustainable business. They want to be responsible citizens and successful uh, in their business venture. So it's, um, it's, it's a good combination. And those, those are the kinds of clients that uh, we're drawn to. Those are the kinds of clients that are reaching out for help, and we're happy to be there. Well, that's great to hear. Uh, well, I look forward to seeing both of you and many other listeners in the audience today at our third quarter, Quarterly Cannabis Caucuses in July. There are eight events happening uh, throughout the country, and those are free to attend if you're an NCIA member. Just please remember to pre-register, and it's only $50 if you're not a member of NCIA. Uh, and these are a great three-hour evening networking reception uh, with a little federal policy update and local policy update where the advocacy and the business meet and you'll have valuable conversations. Um, so in Q3, we'll be in San Francisco, New York City, San Diego, Portland, Oregon, Cleveland, Ohio. In fact, I'll be there giving uh, an update on uh, the organization. We'll be in Miami, Florida. We'll be in Las Vegas, Nevada, and of course, Denver, Colorado. Uh, for those of you that are interested in attending, I encourage you to check out the calendar on NCIA's website 
So that URL is www.thecannabisindustry.org slash events. So check that out. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys there. And thank you again for joining me on the show and, and sharing your wisdom. Thank you, Bethany. Thanks, thanks Bethany. Our pleasure. Great. Well, um, thanks again for everyone tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. This has been another wonderful educational episode. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.